Today's guest recently launched a healthy, organic, on-the-go nutrition bar, and she shares her story on how she developed the product with no previous industry experience. There's a lot of opportunity in the food and beverage space, so this show is a must-listen for anyone launching or growing a business in that industry. Are you looking for new ways to make your sales grow? You've tried other podcasts, but they don't seem to know. Harvest the growth potential of your product or service as we share stories and strategies that'll make your competitors nervous. Now, here's the host of the Harvest Growth Podcast, John LeClaire. Today, I'm really excited to have on our show with us Seema Shinoi. Now, she's the founder and CEO of Zero Knowledge. They've got a line of products. We're going to focus on one particular bar, a nutritional bar today that is delicious, but also very good for you. And there's a lot, there's a big story that goes behind how it was developed and the ingredients that go into it that we'll dive into in the show. Um, but it's just a great story that you're going to hear today. I encourage you to listen. Seema, welcome to the show. Hi, John. Thank you so much. This is an honor. And I'm a big fan of your podcast. I just wait every Friday for that email with the link with the new podcast. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate that. No, I, I certainly enjoy doing this. So I'm glad when I and able to talk to somebody who actually listens to it. It's, it's exciting as well. So we, we, you know, we love our audience and it's great to talk to somebody who listens, but also is now on the show and again, has such a, such a cool product and, and product line. So let's start talking quickly about the company before we dive into the, the ZK bar. Tell us about the company Zero Knowledge and, and what do you guys do? Okay, yes. So Zero Knowledge, we started in 2019, May, just before pandemic. And we actually, our first couple of products were... Uh, based on cookware slash uh, food containers. But the main thing we always wanted to do, especially me, uh, coming from the absolute obsession about the food and cooking all my life, I wanted to have a food product. So our latest product is an organic, vegan, and gluten-free nutrition bar. And I'm just ecstatic about it. We just launched it uh, last month. Uh, January 2023. Fantastic. Well, congratulations. Thank Super you. exciting. And you know, you've had some successes along the way with the other products that we'll we could certainly talk about as well. I, I I'm curious, how did you come up with the name of the company, Zero Knowledge? What does that mean? Okay, yes. In fact, I, I get asked that a lot, you if you can believe that. Um, zero knowledge is an oxymoron. That means basically, how can knowledge be zero? The presence of knowledge, how can that be zero? So just the same way our product, especially the one we have right now, is exactly an oxymoron. How can a bar that is so good for you with organic, vegan, gluten-free and tastes so amazing? So it's a, that's the whole idea. We are having products that are not supposed to taste good, but they taste amazing. So that's where the whole idea came <laughs> Love it. I've got uh, you were nice enough to send some to us, and we've been we've been enjoying those in our office as well. They are delicious. Um, it's it's amazing, frankly, that you've got so many good ingredients that are good for you, and and really the elimination or avoidance of any bad ingredients. I know that's difficult, um, but, but and let's. I want to talk about the process of how you came up with it and developed, and you know, I know there's a lot of work to get to where it is today, where we we can now taste and enjoy it. But first of all, let's talk about a little bit more about the product itself. So the ZK bar specifically, what makes it so unique compared to other bars that are on the market? 
Yes. So there are quite a few bars and some of them are not organic and they are just kind of snack bars. So there are quite a few of them. But there are some bars that are organic, vegan, gluten-free, have pretty much good, um, all the markers, nutrition markers, as they call, but they do not taste good. They are either very cardboard-like or they're chewy, just not good texture, not good taste. So when I was actually, myself and my son especially, we love to eat bars. And we used to try a lot of bars. And while I was working on the cookware, I always wanted to have a food product because, as I mentioned, I have been absolutely fascinated with food and cooking. That's my biggest passion. And my previous life, we may talk about it later, uh, but that was all in um, high tech. So I'm, I was in high tech business, but food was like always there for me in terms of something I wanted to do with food. So when we were looking at different things uh, that we can do with the either bars or something similar, we wanted to mainly focus on taste because it's relatively easy. I'm not saying easy, but relatively easy to get and hit all those nutrition markers that you want this much protein, uh, this much fat. That's kind of easy if you ignore the taste. So this bar was, John, if you can believe, 14 months in making. Non-stop, I was working with a small team to make the bar that, and we went through so many iterations and you won't believe some of them tasted really bad, but went through all of that to come up with this absolutely winning recipe. So now we have it. I'm so, and I'm so glad I, you know, I've, I've tried a lot of bars over the years too. So I, I, a lot of my audience knows I'm a road biker, a road cyclist, not a very good one. I'm very slow, but I enjoy it. It's a you know, hobby of mine and you've got to eat while you're out there, right? Sometimes you're out there for three hours, four hours, five hours, and you get to eat along the way and having bars is just an easy way to do that. But the good ones, the ones that are good for you are terrible tasting, right? You eat them, you can taste that they're healthy, right? You know the difference. There's a good tasting bar that's candy bar, right? And there's a healthy bar that doesn't taste so good. And there's, it's, it's so unique. The ZK bar that you've been able to come up with that has kind of the best of both worlds. It is, it tastes great, but it's good to know. And you can actually pronounce the ingredients that are in there and realize you're putting something good in your body without having to sacrifice flavor. So over that 14 months, uh, it was how many iterations did you go through over that 14 months? At least 20 to 25. Wow. Yeah, at least I, I literally lost count. At the end, it was like, okay, this is this, everything is good, but this one thing, oh, now one thing we fixed, something else went wrong. So it was yeah. just a lot of just going back and forth and just fixing it. Because for me personally, taste is very important because I wanted to be able to eat this bar, not just give it to others to try and um, eat it. But I want to eat it on daily basis. And that's one of the reasons why I made it even organic, because I'm big on organic food. Now, I'm myself, I'm not vegan. I'm kind of pretty much 90% uh, vegetarian. And I don't eat meat. I may eat seafood once in a while. But I enjoy vegan food. I enjoy vegetarian food. So that's why it was really important that we have a product that works for me and my family. Yeah, absolutely. And and going through those iterations, were those done in a commercial kitchen environment? Obviously, to the point you're at right now, where you've got to have thousands of units that are produced, manufactured, and shipped out. But along that route, 
how did you how did you create these flavors? Was it in a commercial kitchen or with the factory or on your own that you then later took to a factory? How does that process work from a food yes. perspective? Yes, so I was lucky to find a really good co-manufacturer because here's the thing I will tell you. You can try different recipes and I have tried in the past in my own kitchen. But when it comes to manufacturing and that's really important thing I learned early on that you can have perfect recipe created in your kitchen but that will not work on large machines. So all your time spent developing all these nice recipes is a waste. So you start with the right thing. So in fact, the 14 months would have been probably 24 months if I would have wasted time developing recipes in my own kitchen because you have to have somebody, some manufacturer, because obviously we can't afford to have our own manufacturing facility in the beginning. Almost nobody can. So you really latch on to someone who would work with you. They have food scientists. So the food scientist always works with you. You You can tell them your ideas what are the markers you want to meet, how much fat you want to have maximum, what kind of protein you're looking for, things like that. But at the end of it, when it comes to developing the final recipe, it's the food scientist who does it the best. And you just keep on giving them your input when they create the new versions and you tell them, okay, this one is a little bit sweeter. This one is a little bit uh, coarser. So you keep giving them inputs, but they are the ones who develop the recipe that will work on their machines. And that's a great thing for, I think, our audience to understand. I talk to a lot of people that are, they want to develop a you know, food or beverage type item and they're not food scientists. So like you, you know, you came from a completely different world being in the high-tech industry with no commercial experience, at least in food and beverage manufacturing. But there are great companies out there. There's a lot of them, right? There's a lot of companies and a few great ones, right? Find the good ones along the mix, or among the mix, whether it's uh, you know the co-manufacturer that is used to making bars, or if someone's working on a on a drink or on a, a supplement or whatever it might be, they typically have experts on staff that can help solve those problems that you're trying to, right? And along the way, you know what needs to go in there. They know how to make it happen from a manufacturing perspective. So how did you make that transition from completely different industry, high tech coming into now food and beverage? Yes. Yeah. So first of all, that was an easy transition mentally because I always wanted to do something with the food. So that wasn't the problem. And I truly understand food because I have literally tried every single recipe from every single country because that's my passion. So I understand the taste, the nuances, the everything that goes in when somebody says, uh, oh, this tastes great. I won't say that. I would actually analyze that, that why is it that this tastes great? So that part came easily. Now, the other part was the difficult one, understanding how the food industry works. Because one thing I'm telling you that was literally, um, to say mildly shocking, (laughs) is all my life I dealt with software. Software, you don't have inventory. And now you have inventory and you have perishable inventory. Although our bars are six months um, shelf stable, so they don't require any refrigeration, nothing, just on the shelves, six months um, shelf life, which is great. At the same time, when you have inventory, it's a whole new mindset. 
because when you're used to dealing with software you can make changes like tonight i can make changes on the software you won't even know when the changes were made yeah. here you cannot afford to make a single mistake even on the wrappers on the boxes i mean these the design by the way i have designed this myself so and people who try this they say yes your design is good so i'm very happy about that but the the details that go because you cannot have a single thing go wrong with your product so that was a huge learning curve for me now about the food itself my um, i'll give you a quick back story that i think your audiences would also like to know my father was a god bless his soul was a medical doctor in india so his entire life instead of spending in cities where the doctors make a ton of money right when he graduated from the top medical school in india he went to villages to serve the underprivileged so my entire childhood went in a very rural india if you can believe that and those were the wonderful days because it's like you are in a area where everyone knows everyone so that kind of environment i grew in and very modest because my father was never after money so very modest living we had just middle class family my mother was like the main um, sort of the the foundation on which everything grew because she man- maintained the home she was a homemaker didn't work anywhere but she helped my dad as well as all of us three of us growing up so the food she was absolutely wonderful with the food she was a great cook and with just very modest ingredients she used to cook very healthy food and my dad was very particular about eating healthy food right now we all know about fiber yes fiber is great in 40s and 50s he used to talk about fiber the importance of fiber in the food that was like amazing and he had such great ideas about how to combine ingredients he never cooked anything but he used to give my mom ideas so whenever my mom made any treats anything they were healthy treats so we grew up with this healthy food mindset to begin with when we were growing up also you won't believe my dad had such a following talk about like before social media following all the people in the area and the distant uh, area who is to come because that was the only hospital that he had built in probably i don't know how many miles maybe 100 mile radius so people used to come from these villages for treatment for him with him and if he is not in the hospital maybe he has come home for a nap in the afternoon they used to come to our home looking for him so my mom used to just calm them down yeah he will be ready very soon just calm them down offer them a tea and one of these healthy treats to eat so everybody was so like calm and happy about food and drinks that were served at our home so that's the background i have came with came up with or grew up with so i want to make something that is very healthy and then my personal preference and my mom's always mom always looked at the how it tasted it was never like something healthy and just didn't taste good so that's the mindset i have and that's why um what i do is sort of different than others who might be just looking at nutrition or there are people who just start products that are just great tasting humongous amount of sugar and of course it tastes good but not good for you right agreed agreed 
Well, so what's next for your business? You're 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 in for this particular product in the launch phase right now. What's what's the next big happening in your business? Yes. So I'm looking for actually growing. So right now we are selling direct to consumer on our website. Yep. And also we have in few stores, I mean the Bay Area uh, San, sorry, uh, Santa Clara Valley that is uh, in California. So here we have few health stores or like um, uh, grocery stores that care about uh, putting some healthy foods out there. So we are in those. We are just starting out. We are just barely two months in the market. So we are looking to grow national chains, um, also other grocery stores, local as well as other parts of California. We are also looking for Midwest. There seem to be great demand in Midwest for healthy food. So a lot of people are realizing that what we eat is what we are, how we feel, how our days go by. So there is a lot of things happening in the uh, in U.S. as well as outside U.S. So we really want to be in major grocery stores. That's our dream. <laughs> And you're well on your way. And I would encourage our audience, check out this ZK bar and other products, but especially the bar at zeroknowledge.shop. So not .com, .shop. We'll have the, the URL in the show notes as well. So if you're driving, go check it out when you get home. Um, and we will there'll be a discount code as well. If you use Harvest Growth, you'll get a, a 10% discount on your purchase. So all one word, no spaces, Harvest Growth as your promo code. So Seema, are there are there any resources that you would recommend that you've found helpful as you've built this business so far? Uh, yes, definitely. Actually, resources-wise, I, I literally did all my research on Google, literally, because understanding best thing to do is if you are doing anything food and that's your first product, just look for food articles that have been written, food business articles, not necessarily food articles, but food business articles. There are a lot of them just available for everyone. Also, there is a show upcoming that happens twice a year. If you are a new food brand, you have to be there because who's who are in that show. And that's called Natural Product Expo. And there is one on the West Coast that is happening in March. So it's Natural Product Expo West 23. Uh, and that's in Anaheim, California. So we have a booth there. We are exhibiting, attending a lot of um, breakout sessions, just getting involved, because that's where all the buyers of major grocery stores, hotel chains, everyone is there. This is not open for consumers. So you're literally not selling your product to consumers there, but the industry, industry professionals. And I believe there are 75,000 attendees that come to this show and it's expensive but it's totally worth it so if you have anything to do with natural food product or they also have things like soaps lotions they have um, those also so if you believe your product is natural i totally recommend that and the same show repeats on the east coast in i believe there's september or october time frame i think october yes yep. Yeah, no, that's great advice. the The nice thing with the food and beverage industry is it's a massive industry. I, I've been I've been in and out of it for a long time. I actually started my marketing career at Kraft Foods and Nabisco years and years ago, and it's it's a lot of fun to be in the industry. And I do want to encourage our audience: if you like Seema when she first started, 
didn't have a lot of direct experience in that industry, there are so many resources to check out. So again, whether it's food and beverage, or obviously we've talked about this before, whatever industry you're in, find other organizations. Uh, typically there's some kind of a, a trade event or trade show that you can attend to meet other people that have been through what you're going through. And many are willing to give advice along the way. And the Natural Product Expo is, is certainly a, a fantastic resource if you're certainly in the, in the uh, food and beverage industry. Well, Seema, is there anything I didn't ask that you think could be helpful for our audience? I think you pretty much asked a lot of good things. Yeah, questions were good. I hope whatever I said is useful for your audiences. Uh, just one thing I want to add is... Um, you know, keep your mind uh, positive because you will be, and you, if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, you already know this, that so many times things bring you down. I mean, I have made so many calls that didn't go anywhere. Uh, people just brush you off. People who say they will help you, they don't um, help. So you do come across a lot of these things, but look at the good things because there are people, you won't believe it, that I was really shocked because this is not what happens in the high-tech industry that I come from. But in food industry, there is a lot of camaraderie. I've talked to literally competitors who have bars in the market who have given me so much unsolicited uh, help, advice, so much information that uh, like expo that we are attending. This lady spent one hour with me, my computer, and told me everything, what to do, what not to do when you are at the expo. So amazing people you come across and you also come across uh, not so amazing people. So just keep your mind positive. I know it's easy to say a lot of days, there have been some days I didn't even want to lift the phone. I didn't want to like just get up in the morning. It ha has been that bad, uh, but just keep going because if you believe in, in your product, if you believe in, in your like company or self, just keep going. Yes. That's great advice. And I love how you talked about talking to competitors. Many times there are some obviously that are very competitive and are not going to talk to you, but most product marketers or small businesses, especially if we've been in the trenches together, we want to help each other, right? We realize that the world is big enough for all of us, right? So talking to competitors is can be a great way to get some learnings along the way. And you may find a good partner that you could uh, you sell your product alongside or with, or you know, future acquisition, that sort of thing. So start those relationships early on in the process. Well, Seema, again, thank you so much for your time. This is a great interview. I know our audience is going to love it. Thank you so much, John. I really enjoyed talking to you and your audiences. Thank you. Be sure to go to zeroknowledge.shop to learn more about this business and this great product. Also, be sure to check out harvestgrowth.com to see other episodes we've recorded. And if you like this episode, you want to learn more about how you can profitably grow your consumer product or service business please subscribe to our show, or you can set up an appointment right from our website to speak directly with a member of the Harvest Growth team in a free consultation to learn the process that has worked for hundreds of businesses since 2007. 